monster tamer genre as a whole is an odd one. You have your classics like Pokemon, who, despite questionable quality over the years, is still a long ways away from being dethroned from many of its contenders. In the last few years, we've had some decent games fall into the limelight, like Nexomon Extinction, Koromon, and now we have some new greats coming up with Anode Heart, Mirrored Soul, and Prime to the Void being very well done and frankly ambitious with what they want to perform. However, can the same be said for this episode's game, Lost Magic? Released in 2006 and published by Ubisoft in Japan, Taito, a sister company to Square Enix, whose founder created Space Invaders, just a fun fact I found researching, was a very ambitious game for the start and for the Nintendo DS as a whole, where you need to balance monsters you capture throughout your journey as well as the main character who you literally need to throw magic around by using um, mysterious sigils on screen with the stylus. More for that in a little bit. The game is an odd one. You get the option on a grid what mission you would like to partake in, and then the mission of your chosen, monsters will enter in as well. In a pre-planned stage, on from a top-down perspective, you either need to get from like one end to the stage or need to feed all the enemies or whatever the stage objective is. This doesn't sound too hard, right? This sounds pretty basic. The controls are very hard, basically. First, monsters are very dumb and very one-note. They do one thing and the one thing you tell them to. If you want them to move, you need to move them. Want them to attack, you need to make them attack. And they will not do both, nor stop prematurely. So if they're walking into like an attack, so be it. If something's hitting them while moving, so be it. They're not going to stop and pivot and deal with it themselves. You need to manually make them hit, dodge, whatever comes their way. This isn't the end-all be-all if that was the only way to play be a lot easier to micromanage something, but you also need to control the main character Isaac, the young, ambitious spellslinger. In order to use magic, you need to hold the right trigger and uh, like a sigil will pop up on the entire bottom screen and then you need, you need to use the stylus to draw out one of hundreds of symbols that the game teaches you in order to perform one out of hundreds of different kinds of spells. These are the classic fireball, ice blast, wind mine, shit like that. Heal, capture, you know, all these kind of things. And Isaac has his own personal mana bar that has to be full enough to perform pretty much most of these. On uh, top of managing monsters and controlling Isaac in terms of like stopping what you're doing in order to cast a spell or to move out of the way or you need to cast a spell really, really fast so then you can move out of the way while also attacking, like shit like that. It turns like the most simplest map into chaos almost immediately. And on top of that, to make things like even worse, if that doesn't sound like hectic enough for like a dinky old DS that breaks after like a week of using each stage has like a timer, like like like, like a, a one minute to like five minute timer. When it runs out, it's an instant game over. Go fuck yourself. No one cares. Back to the previous load state. So you better save a lot in this game. It's a lot. There's no other way to say it. The story is a, a decent one, in my opinion. Isaac journeys with his father, who is in search of the Staff of Light, one of the many powerful staffs, one for each of the core elements. But years ago, they were separated, and Isaac was taken in and raised by like this old hermit in like this deep, magical grove forest. But now he's old enough where he can venture out on his own in search for the same staff that many others are that he will encounter throughout the way, except some are just not as friendly as they kind of seem. Kind of great, you know. The game on the outside kind of has like a good setup. You know, it's simple, basic, 
But there's nothing wrong with that. It, it's a very solid setup, basically. It has a lot going for it on the outside. But once you start going in and, okay, the monster aspect. Okay, that's really cool. You know, there's a lot of strategy to do there with the spell aspect. Okay, the spell's pretty cool. A little janky at times because sometimes you're, especially late game, when you have to just essentially scribble as fast as you humanly can in order to fucking get the spells you want because you have to micromanage everything else. The game doesn't pause when you're in like the spell screen. So if like if shit's happening, you need to fucking whip out that heal spell as fast as possible. So sometimes you scribble it and the game's like, that's not what we did, even though it's exactly what you drew. The game's not really forgiving in that sense. So you better get it well or you're not getting it at all. It's a lot, especially with the timer when you have to do like some insane hard mission. And it's like, you only have five minutes to do this, by the way. And if not, well, then go fucking cry in a corner. See if I give a shit. It's like, God damn it, it sucks. Uh, it's a lot. And then late game, you can't really grind because early game, you can, if you're stuck, you can grind levels and stuff to increase your monster stats, to increase Isaac stats, to get more mana, more health, more defense, more attack damage on your monster, stuff like that. You can, you can grind that out reasonably. But late game, when you reach max level, which isn't hard, I believe it's like level 30 or something, which is hardly anything at all. The late game stuff, it literally boils down to pure strategy and some of the late game levels, which are still on a timer, by the way are borderline impossible you need this specific monster from this very specific level that can easily die and is a pain in the ass to capture and is very fast and runs away and like like shit like that where it's just like you just have to know you have to know and this came out far beyond word of mouth and it was such a niche game that i certainly didn't know anyone that had this game hell i didn't even know this game existed my introduction to this game was my family member had an R4, which was like a, a portable emulator. So it was it was a DS cartridge that had like up to 30 other DS games loaded onto it. I knew Lost Magic from that. I didn't even know the box cover. It was until I fucking researched this episode and like shit like that. So it was like a game that niche on the, the Nintendo DS, you know, outside from like the Wii and switch or your close contenders the entire ds lifespan has like the most shovelware dog stinkers of any game franchise ever because it was just like everyone and their fucking mother made a ds game and this game was backed by although through sister connections square enix the guys that do final fantasy so it's very bizarre how like there's just nothing cohesive there I like using this analogy. It's like the game devs gathered around a dartboard and each dev just put a sticky note on the dartboard. And each sticky note is a different idea, like monster taming, spells, RTS management, timer. And then each dev just fucking threw a dart and then whatever the dart landed on, they added that into the game. Whether or not it mixed or whether or not it fucking worked, it didn't matter. There's a lot of games that do that. And there's a lot of older games that do that. And that's certainly one of them. And I remember it a lot because it was like the, it wasn't like NES games where like the game is intentionally bullshit to pad out time of like people playing it. It's a kind of game that was just like, we don't know how to balance all of this. So we're just going to make it all hard. We're going to make all movement speed very slow. We're going to make all attacks really fucking fast. We're going to make the timer really short. So you have to fucking hustle. You have to pinpoint exactly what monsters you want. You need to micromanage your monsters, make sure they don't die. What kind of monsters are they? Are they the kind that walk? Are they the kind that fly? What element of the monsters are they going to get swept? You know, if you have some fire dudes and you're fighting some water dudes, it's not going to go well. So are they the right element? Do you have the right spells on hand because of pro story progression to utilize the proper kind of magic? This boss, you know, do you, are you in the right position? Are you going to get one shot by like a horseshit fireball? You know, shit like that. 
The game constantly makes you think and it doesn't work the way you'd want it to. Any other like RTS Command and Conquer style, like like a uh, StarCraft, you know, or it's like you literally you don't have time to plan out your attack unless you go through the stage again and again and again and again. And it's so it's just like that's frustrating because not only did they go through the entire like beginning like dialogue segment of each, because I don't think there was a skip button. You then have to start everything from the very beginning, especially if you almost beat a stage. Oh my God, it's so heart wrenching. The game is memorable to me. Why? I can't tell you. I don't know why. I liked the idea, but I fucking hated the game. I don't even know the ending. I'm sure there are some Let's Plays out there. I'd be very curious to find them because most old games like these, there's bound to be some retro nerd that like is going to play them and be like, okay, I can see the problems in it and stuff. But it's like, I remember this game growing up and it's just like, I remember I had probably at the point in the game, the strongest, like they're like these, these big burly dragon dudes. They were max level. I could not get stronger. My character was max level. I could not get stronger. And the stage we had to do, like borderline one shot me. I died before I could reach the final like minute on the timer. It was so horrendously broken. And I bet now if I go back to the game, I bet I could figure it out. But an adult shouldn't be a requirement to do, to, to beat a children's game. And I think that's where a lot of problems came from it immediately. One, it kind of has like a Studio Ghibli art style to it. Very childish designs, very like big puffy cheeks, round out figures. There's no like edge, there's no sharpness to anything, which is fine, which which lures the audience in. And then when you find out how hard it is, many people drop it immediately. I remember I dedicated days to doing it, but it's not like this guy one where you can just grind out levels and you, despite taking a long time, you can and will get stronger to the point where you can just overpower the obstacle in front of you. Lost Magic isn't because it, it gives you so much opportunity, but then counteracts that with so many limiters. And it's so disheartening. The level designs were very weird. The bosses were just horseshit. There's no other way around it. The first boss is very hard. It's surrounded by enemies. They hurl fireballs from like across the entire stage at you. You just got to deal with it. You need to constantly be healing and attacking and healing and attacking. And like, again, you have a finite rechargeable resource to use. You know, it's like, it's like in wow, like you can't just cast these spells indefinitely. You need to wait until you can cast again, especially if you deplete your mana, which early on, you're not going to have a lot of mana because it's a resource that gets stronger with levels. And especially early on, you don't have a lot of opportunities to farm levels, to grind levels. You get barely anything. The monsters you get are shit. You know, it's either you get like, oh, a pack of wolves or like some dinky flying bats. And so it's like, okay, nah, you know, if there's a will, there's a way and you can get past it. But then there's just going to be another obstacle and then another obstacle and another obstacle. And eventually all of the paths you can overcome are no longer there. Like the timer will always be a problem. So you can't cheese and take your time. Eventually, levels will no longer be relevant, so it doesn't matter if you're as strong as you can be. Tough titties, good fucking luck. I think you can get equipment, but that only does so much as like just gives you some extra stats and stuff. And it's not really cohesive as well. It's kind of like a half-baked system. And then replaying for different monsters outside from like a couple rare ones or outside of like of like this is like a min boss that you can capture and use in your team. But it's like good luck because like in order to get close enough, it can like one shot you or you, if you get lucky and you get it, it's going to take fucking years to raise that bitch up to a proper level to even use. The game is a cohesive, utter mess. And I love it. I don't love playing it, but I, I love the memories of playing it. 
And I, I was I was struggling for a while to figure out what the next episode was going to be because I do have a list and stuff. And I'm like, I can kind of make a, an episode out of every one of these. And then I was just like thinking, I'm like, I remember Lost Magic. What a fucking incohesive disaster that game was. The story was pretty basic, although it's good enough to be a game. The gameplay is like four different genres just like smashed into one. So it's a game that doesn't surprise me that it's forgotten to time. Someone like me who remembers forgotten games forgot about it for the longest time. That's how forgettable it is. So it doesn't surprise me. It's so bizarre. They tried to do a spiritual successor in 2009 called uh, Tact of Magic, but I have really no information on that one. However, they did officially make a sequel, I can't find a date here, which is unfortunate, called Lost Magic Concerto for the Fallen, but it's a mobile game. But I also don't see, I, I, don't, I don't see it, I, don't, I can't find a date anywhere for that one. So other than like looking it up on its own, I can't really tell on when that is. But basically, this was an IP that was dead on release, and I don't think anyone's going to be crying tears over it. So was it forgotten? Yes. Should it have been forgotten? Probably. Could they have fixed it? Yeah. Will they? No. It's another one of those IPs that probably given to new devs to get the skills properly. And that's why it's an incoherent mess because any proper dev would be like, take the timer out. Timer's stupid. Timer's dumb. You don't put a timer into an RTS-esque game or make the sigils less fucking convoluted because <laughs> some of the higher powerful ones are. There's many different ways this could have taken, but is it forgotten? Yes. Should it stay that way? Yes. Other than like my scenarios where there's some niche ways for it to get through, I don't think that it's worth remembering. And that sucks. It's not a good feeling to be like, yeah, that's, that probably shouldn't have happened. But welcome to reality. In the vast sea of video games, I think everyone knows that not every single one of them should have been made. And I think this is one of them. Putting all my biases aside, this game is a horrendous mix mash of genres, a very simple story keeping it together, Horrible balancing and the horrendous game over timer turning it all into the clusterfuck that it is. It's sad, but it's not so sad because in the next episode, I'll be back with you for another episode of Forgotten Gems. Hope you had yourself a wonderful time. Hope you have yourself a wonderful time. Till next time we meet, I'm Dalton Stark. Feel free to check the Discord and Reddit and have yourself a fucking day. Peace. Tuning in to this episode proudly presented by the APNM Group, a subsidiary of Alger Productions LLC. We strive to produce content that informs, entertains, and adds value to your day. We value your input and would be delighted to hear your thoughts in the comments about this episode. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please engage with us in the comment section or via our social media platforms. Your feedback helps us shape our content and uncover new topics that matter to our listeners. If this episode resonated with you, we kindly ask that you rate and review this show on your preferred podcast platform. Sharing this podcast with friends and family helps us reach more listeners and continue delivering content you enjoy. For more information about the podcast, the host, or our parent company, please visit the link in this episode's description. Also visit us on YouTube and Rumble to see and hear every content produced by Alger Productions. Thank you once again for your time and support. Until next time, stay tuned and stay inspired.